What is your fall identity? Choose one from these five. For these two weeks, you cannot base your personality on where you summered or where you will winter. By Quinn Larrabee. There is a two-week period in fall when it is neither appropriate to ask someone where they summered, nor ask where they will winter. This creates an identity crisis for nomadic millennials and Gen Zers, as well as stunted Gen Xers, whose personalities are based entirely on their airline status, ephemeral residency, and bewilderingly itinerant Instagram stories. You are where you were, or where you will be. So when someone asks you where you summered, you are the fascinating intrepid traveler who found that perfect spritz in Cacio e Pepe, and that nameless restaurant owned by an older couple, who now consider you their child. In that tiny seaside town in Calabria known only to you and the thousand or so Italians who live there, come October 1st, everyone will begin asking you where you will winter, when it is unfashionable to be in any city with an airport that does not have a fireplace, an outdoor bar, or unusually friendly TSA agents. And then you will become either the rugged, chic mountain person who will definitely break your personal record of 60 ski days, or the American in CDMX slash Lisbon slash Bali who encourages everyone to come visit because your place there is so much bigger than anything we have in the city. But who are you between September 15th and October 1st, when talk of summer is cringe and discussing winter plans is also cringe? You will know exactly who you are after reading about these five fall identities. Fall identity number one. Conference person. These two weeks in fall are a time when people briefly tire of leisure and return to work for a bit to pepper their personality with just a bit of purpose. Being an industrious business person is a very attractive identity during these two weeks, and to help become this industrious business person, other industrious business persons create conferences for you to attend. There are many different kinds of conferences that you can pay a great deal to attend, and you can pay an even greater deal to have a speaking role. Speaking roles at conferences are priced high because there is no dating app profile photo more coveted than the one captioned with, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. The conferences that confer the highest amount of status are always to do with money, which can be real money or fantasy money, such as crypto or NFTs. A conversation you might have about conferences will go something like this. Person. What can you tell me that will help me assess you during these frightening two weeks when discussing seasonal travel as cringe? You. I attended a venture capital conference. Person. Ah, so you went to a very expensive private school that had a gentle academic curriculum, got into a very expensive mid-tier university as a legacy, worked for two years at the bank your great-uncle founded, got into an excellent business school thanks to a questionable relationship with a very old white person, and live in an apartment your parents purchased for you. May I see the photos of you at this conference, which I have already seen and dutifully liked on social media? You. Here is a photo of me and a very old white person, who was a legend in venture capital. He is my mentor and was instrumental in securing my admission to Stanford Business School because his name is on several buildings as well as a small tattoo on my lower back. Person. He looks very old and very wealthy indeed. You. And here is a photo of me speaking at the conference. Person. You look like you will one day be very old and very wealthy too. You. And here is a photo of me and the founder of one of my portfolio companies. Person. I see that you invest in people who do not look like you. This is an admirable trait, and my esteem for you has risen. You. I am not the typical VC bro who perpetuates the patriarchy by investing only in companies founded by two former finance bros who wish to become tech bros and have a large exit which will enable them to purchase sparkle ponies at Burning Man. And so it goes, this conversation about you and your venture capital conference. You can have similar conversations about cannabis conferences, 
health and wellness conferences, and any conference to do with sex, relationships, and intentional or ceremonial anything. Fall identity number two, art person. At any given moment in September, there are 4,239 art fairs happening in Los Angeles or New York City. Attending even one of them is sufficient to establish your personality as an art person. Because people attend art fairs to be photographed, the lighting at these events is always excellent. A great example of an art fair that will provide a very credible art person identity is the Armory Show at the Javits Center, which has a very large VIP room. A conversation you might have about art fairs will go something like this. Person. What can you tell me that will help me assess you during these frightening two weeks when discussing seasonal travel as cringe? You. I attended the Armory Show. Person. Ah, so you are the only child of very wealthy parents in Los Angeles who were both big names in the movie world, but their talents skipped a generation and left you hunting for a way to be considered a creative person that did not require actual creative output. So as a younger person, you dressed goth and acted perpetually bored. You went to a New England liberal art school that was even smaller than your high school and discovered talking about art, which, coupled with your almost famous last name, led to a position at an art gallery in Chelsea that set you up to be an art columnist for a publication with a circulation even smaller than the population of your alma mater. You are dating a finance person who underwrites your summer travels in Europe and winter travels in Aspen and the Caribbean despite the fact that all of these travels are supposedly to see your clients. You... Would you like to be my client? I can tell you what art to buy so that you can talk about art at dinner parties. Person. Yes, I would like to be your client. Please now show me photos of art that you could have sold me last week that you claim is now worth five times what it sold for at the Armory Show. And so it goes, this conversation about you and your art fair. You can have similar conversations about going to Dia Beacon or Storm King, but these day trips do not confer an actual fall identity as an art person. Fall identity number three. Fashion person. Fashion Week was invented for people who do not wish to work at any time other than September and October and want their work to be sort of like going shopping, only for things that can be purchased exclusively in large quantities and with someone else's money. Like a really judgmental traveling rave, Fashion Week begins September 3rd in NYC, moves to Milan in late September, and peaks in Paris in early October. People who live in Los Angeles believe that there is a Fashion Week in Los Angeles, but no one else in the world agrees because of how people dress in Los Angeles. Fashion Week provides a credible identity for anyone who doesn't like talking about money stuff, but comes from so, so much of it. A conversation you might have about Fashion Week will go something like this. Person, what can you tell me that will help me assess you during these frightening two weeks when discussing seasonal travel as cringe? You, I attended Fashion Week. Person, ah, so you drew pictures of orchids during math class in second grade. Your grandfather started a very large company in a very small state, and your bangs have weathered the long stretches of time when bangs were not fashionable because Anna Wintour is your spirit animal. You. I don't think that shade of green is quite right for you. I saw a piece last week that you would love, and I could probably pre-order it for you when I place my own personal order directly with the designer. Person. Ah, so you sit next to your NBA boyfriend in the front row at fashion shows wearing the row and a facial expression more befitting a neurosurgeon in the OR than someone watching animated mannequins walk in shiny, asymmetrical tablecloths, and you applaud soundlessly whether you love or hate the line. May I see photos of you and your extremely tall boyfriend that you have saved directly from BFA so that they still have the BFA watermark? And so it goes, this conversation about you and your Fashion Week highlights. This conversation is structurally similar to the conversation that big football fans have in November when everyone else is packing for Aspen. Fall identity number four, dinner party person. 
People host dinner parties to repay the social debt they incurred when they were hosted at dinner parties hosted by people they invited, who hosted the dinner party to repay the social debt incurred when they were hosted by the people they invited, and so on. Dinner party people have the most agreeable fall personality, because they only talk with people who are on their dinner party circuit, and conversations are exclusively about inviting and being invited to dinner parties. A conversation you might have about dinner parties will go something like this. Person. What can you tell me that will help me assess you during these frightening two weeks when discussing seasonal travel is cringe? You. Your dinner party was delightful. Thank you so much for having me. Person. You were such a delightful guest at my dinner party. Thank you so much for your handwritten thank you note that, if we had a refrigerator that was not paneled in a very rare blonde-colored Danish teak, would be on our refrigerator next to other handwritten thank you notes that we received from our other guests with whom we attended Yale, Williams College, or Amherst. Where did you get that wonderful textured A-Crew stationery with your initials printed in navy blue on the cover? You. Ah, I love that stationery. I had it printed by a very old person in Calabria, who also owns a restaurant where I had the most amazing cacio e pepe this past some Warning! Dinner party conversations can easily derail into conversations about where you summered, because it is extremely likely that some component of your dinner party, the wine, the cured meat, the olives, the custom stationery you use for handwritten thank you notes, will have come from your summer in Italy. The best way to avoid falling into the unfashionable trap of talking of your summer is to talk of the next dinner party. You. Anywho, I would love to invite you to my dinner party on Thursday, since hosting dinner parties on weekend nights is for people who live in Westchester, Connecticut, or New Jersey. Person. I am so looking forward to attending your dinner party on Thursday, since I leave on Friday for ASP. Warning. Dinner party conversations can easily derail into conversations about where you will winter, because it is extremely likely that everyone on your dinner party circuit will have a very short window during which to host or attend dinner parties due to their imminent departure for Aspen. The best way to avoid falling into the unfashionable trap of talking of your winter plans is to keep conversation outside of dinner parties, limited to dinner party gratitude and logistics, and to keep conversation within dinner parties limited to conferences, art fairs, and fashion week. Fall identity number five, apple picking person. People who live in New York City, or the half of California that creates tax revenue for the state and hostile political debate for the rest of the country, can base their fall identity on apple picking. Apple picking is when you rent an entry-level BMW SUV for $200 an hour and drive anywhere from 90 minutes to two and a half hours north to take photos in an apple orchard that was founded by city people who wanted to take advantage of people who go apple picking. A byproduct of this particular fall identity is a very impractical volume of apples, which will sit on your dining room table as a centerpiece for your next dinner party, and then be composted when unsightly concave brown blemishes appear. A conversation you might have about apple picking will go something like this. Person. What can you tell me that will help me assess you during these frightening two weeks when discussing seasonal travel is cringe? You. I am going apple picking this weekend. Person. Ah, so you have a strong aversion to camping, but you have an entire wardrobe from Patagonia and highly technical hiking boots for this one day when you performatively pick perfectly good food, destined for compost heaps, from trees that exist solely for urban young people who need to populate their wedding website with couple content or want new dating app photos. You. Yes, indeed. And in fact, I met the person I'm not exclusively sleeping with on a dating app filled with photos from apple picking last fall. Person. Nothing says I'm DTF like a good apple picking photo. Ha 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 ha. Person. Which apple orchard have you selected for your pre-engagement website photo shoot or, if your relationship is deteriorating, 
for that one photo on your Raya profile that's meant to make you seem relatable and wholesome, despite the volume of photos of you mostly naked on large boats holding one or more cocktails. You. We selected the one that also sells apple cider donuts, which we will buy and not eat, and extremely expensive apple cider, which we will buy and never drink, because people who drink apple cider are entirely unfuckable. This orchard also had the highest number of reviews from people who appear to be wearing Patagonia vests with hedge fund logos in their Google Maps profile photo. Person. Ah, yes, I have picked apples at that same orchard. They will make an excellent centerpiece for your next dinner party before you compost them at the farmer's market. And so it goes, this conversation about you and your apple-picking persona. If you do not plan on wintering someplace, you can extend this fall identity well into late October, at which point you can base your identity on holiday parties and either how much you love or dislike your family. In this day and age of social media-based identities, you can change who you are in approximately eight consecutive stories and a single grid post. So, if you try on one of these fall identities and it doesn't quite fit, simply archive the grid posts and go get some new content that complies with the guidelines in this post. Take care not to be more than three of these fall identities in the same two weeks, because your followers will become confused and mute you, at which point you will cease to exist until you make new friends at a conference, an art fair, fashion week, a dinner party, or apple picking.